Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to part two of this week's Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with lots in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. On Monday's episode, we witness the Avengers assemble, which means it's time for that difficult second album as Joss Whedon enters a new age and James Spader takes on villain duties as the most meddlesome machine Ultron from 2015. It is Avengers Age of Ultron. I'm going to show you something beautiful. Everyone screaming for mercy. You want to protect the world, but you don't want it to change. You're all puppets. Tangled in strings. So which film in this week's superhero smackdown will be victorious? We'll have a winner next week. So let's get it on. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. Release the Kraken. Hello, Clash Butters. Boom. You looking for this? Boom. Boom. Are you looking, why don't I even talk to you guys? I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. Chris Tilly. Yeah, welcome to part two of Avengers versus Age of Ultron. But before we get into today's movies, it's time for a dip into the digital mailbag and a review from one of you, read by Chris Tilly, a.k.a. Chris Thrilly. This comes from Craig Pickup, who says, Currently my favourite podcast of the year. Yeah. Good year. I started listening to the odd ones featuring films I'd actually seen, but as I enjoyed the banter so much, banter's in inverted commas, by the way. <laughs> what does that mean? Because it's, uh, it's actually just been horrible to each other. Uh, we do. Let's just establish we all really like each other. Yes. It's just sometimes. Um, I'm just playing. Olive branch. <laughs> I enjoyed the banter. Why would you need to extend him an olive branch yeah, if why? we love each other? Does anything no. weird happen? <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed the banter so much, I've gone back and and listen to other films I'd never cared to watch. Listening in a non-linear way has an almost time traveller's <laughs> scenario picking up on the in-jokes and their origins. MVW, I'm all in. Friends of show Frank Welker and Tim Curry. <laughs> Leeds has a road called Street Lane. <laughs> it's the greatest hit. Oh my God, that's Five lovely. stars, still waiting for any Robin Hood pairing. Uh, Craig... We've Babe, done, we've done it. We've done it. We did it, man. I mean, one of them was a, mist- a mistake. <laughs> but we have done Robin Hood. Yeah. Uh, Go back right at the start. Yeah. 
Or don't, or don't. Just keep listening to this no, year. No, listen the to the Costner year. one. Listen to the Costner one. The Costner one's good, yeah. Yeah, because that's when I found that Piers Broston video. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, if you've never seen it, get on YouTube. Piers Broston talking about Prince of Thieves on the special. It's one jumper. of the greatest oh. performances oh. ever. Or oh, listen to our podcast where we play clips. Sure, yeah. Now, do that first. Sorry, do that first. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why. the only reason we're doing this. Always working. So, on Monday, I said, good Evans. <laughs> as we wander downy the rabbit hole of the first movie, which means today Vicky might ruffle some feathers mm. as she asks if this sequel is Hemsworthy of the original. <laughs> the take oh, us, take and, and don't get me downy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's wander downy this yeah. rabbit hole. He takes on a journey. This is the one where Iron Man tries to install himself as the world's de facto leader twice and no one really minds as much as they should. Black Widow's primary role is Hulk Tickler playing round and round the garden. Hawkeye's big secret turns out to be nothing more thrilling than he's got a nauseatingly cute family and the world's most understanding wife. All she cares about is him picking the right team rather than repeatedly impregnating her then fucking off to fight an army of robots with a bow and arrow, which doesn't make sense. His actual words. Captain America's is something to do with swearing, I think. Wanda can clearly do everything the others can do and more, but just doesn't. And we, the audience, are supposed to care about the Avengers saving the people of a country somewhere in Europe, described by the actual Avengers as nowhere special. Okay. And I think, I think the blue cube becomes Ultron, who sort of becomes Vision with a shiny storm thing, which is more powerful than the blue shiny thing, whatever. Then Ultron dies, even though he's in the internet, so can never die. And then we're at Avengers school or something which seems to have a lot of massive empty rooms so that Black Widow can stare into space understandably livid about being ghosted by the Hulk although she's dodged a giant green penis shaped bullet there because you probably don't want to be on the receiving end of what happens when he loses control but in a sexy way Mm. very good <laughs> very good uh, although Vision does shut Ultron out of the internet they make a point of saying Vision has shut him out of the internet because the, the, no so what I missed because the they yellow say, things they say the, the uh, net yeah. and I was like what you the net 2015 no one said the net in 2015 no, there are some disclosure vibes from the way we talk about the internet in this film that the fight between the two computer brains that's visualised in that oh, yeah, a blue and orange yeah, it's it. very Michael yeah. Douglas Debbie Moore the internet in we're gonna do it one day oh god i love it i love that bit though but like computer me computer i just thought that was awesome <laughs> uh i've never seen this before first watch you Ooh, uh, uh another press screening uh it was big it was full of action it was what i expected and yet it wasn't even that very first screening even riding the massive amount of hype just whedon's back the avengers second movie I, I walked out sort of a little bit dazed like from the spectacle but it felt like it missed something i think finally i'm close to working out what that is hopefully i'll know more by the end of this show so this is about my third watch. And you? Yeah, not my third. This is my second watch. Yeah. I, same as Al, watched it at a press screening and was super excited about this one. The trailers were brilliant for this. And Ultron seemed like an awesome villain. And James Spader sounded awesome in the role. Yeah. So everything was there for this to be bigger and better than the last one. Mm. The, a villain that was more terrifying. And, the, and yet... <clears throat> 
I don't think this is probably going to win uh, <laughs> next week, is okay. it? Uh, I think it's safe to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've even had some tweets about it. Our friend Jim Page has gone, this is the weakest link in the four. Fair um, I think we'll get more like that. Uh, once... Did you solicit that or did she just... <laughs> she volunteered it. Did volunteered she? it. I didn't, need, I, didn't need to, I didn't need to hulk tickle her, <laughs> tickle it out of her. Sorry, Gemma. Apologies. <laughs> so I think you should say sorry to her husband, but nonetheless... Ray, right. Ray, sorry. Just sorry to the entire just Page sorry. family. <laughs> <laughs> the kids, we're sorry. Don't listen to this episode. Mum, Dad, there you go. Let me tell you a bit about this film. Great. Avengers 1 does big business. So Joss Whedon <laughs> pretends to think about it for a bit, which is good negotiation, and then signs on for Avengers 2. There's so many contradictory statements. He go, He's like, yeah, I needed to think about it. And he's like, it was never a question. Of course not. He didn't need to think about it. His agent's like, don't say a fucking word. <laughs> yeah, sure. So speaking of agents, having a fantastic time. Now, Robert Downey Jr., his film deal with them ended at Iron Man 3, no? So to be in Avengers 2, this, he just had to get a lot more money. Like, even more than the the other kicker he had. Yeah, I think they were independently sorted out, the individual Avengers movies, because someone at CAA went... Let's do these individually, Robert. <laughs> um, so, Joss Whedon, he can write his script knowing he's going to get the Iron Man that we need. And then I found this absolutely hilarious quote from Joss Whedon where he reckons it's going to be a smaller movie. Smaller, more personal, more painful. Uh, not just a rehash of what seemed to work the well, first time. What did he say? He said he would, Empire Strikes Back was uh, his uh, big influence mm-hmm. on this movie in terms of what he... I don't know where it sits, that quote, because it's certainly maybe what he intended to do, because I'd say Empire is, like, it's got some big action, but it's also a much more intimate movie. Yeah. It doesn't end with a climactic battle. Yeah. And it's weird that he picked that as a reference point, though, because Joss Whedon famously... Cocky, yeah. He doesn't like Empire Strike... Well, he doesn't not like it, but he doesn't think, <laughs> to quote Chris on Monday, it's a film. Really? <laughs> yeah, he feels it doesn't It doesn't have a satisfying ending. Oh, yeah, it's it's, it's not a film. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good watch, though. I think we've got a new catchphrase brewing here. <laughs> uh, it's not a film! No, something weird happened about 20 years ago when people started saying, oh, it's the best Star Wars film. Right. No, it's not. That's Star Wars. Mm. This is sort of some weird joining film. Yeah. As some of these might be. That's for next week. Okay, so a big deal here. We have the introduction of the Maximoff twins, that is Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch. He's fast, she's weird, which apparently will do in terms of explanation. <laughs> I mean, that, he, she's weird? Yeah. What was that all about? It's just so... It's for she's some, powerful. Or what? She can know. do fucking anything. Yeah. <laughs> she can do everything. And it's fine that she doesn't because she's just getting comfortable with it. But I do need a boundaries on what she can do because yeah, we, she could just. But that line is that line is is done as a joke because yeah. Kobe Smulders, uh, Maria Hill, basically t- says it all, explains what she can do, telekinesis and telepathy to Captain America, yeah. and he's like, "Duh," because uh-huh. apparently because he's from a different time, he's also stupid. Yes, um, because telekinesis and telepathy weren't words that existed in the nineteen forties. <laughs> right. But nevertheless, uh, she then does that as a joke. I think. Okay. He's, no, I, I get it. It's just, you know. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't. Sorry. The problem with Quicksilver being in this is we just seen him in Days of Future Past, the X-Men movie, and I argue um, Evan Peters' interpretation of him and the visualisation of how his powers work is much better in that movie than it is in this movie, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, so it's Aaron Taylor-Johnson instead and Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda. So where did we last see those two together? Do you remember? We were talking about jean shorts on Monday. 
Oh my god! Godzilla. Oh my god! She's there. She's like, oh my god, you're home. Have a glass of red wine. I'm wearing jean shorts. What do you think is going to happen next? Well, I'm going to laugh at all your jokes. And put my feet on you. That's all with it. Yeah. Short hand forward. And Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. Yeah. He's going to happen next. <laughs> no? no, they're going to do it. Okay. But they've got. It's just so painful to watch them. They're much better as brother and sister. I'll say that. So. Yeah. Um. So and of course we have Ultron. Uh, help like, help me out here. So in the comics, Ultron is created by, is it Hank Pym? <laughs> Pym? Pym? Pym. Pym. I didn't want to guess. Yeah. Uh, but so because Edgar Wright was going to do Ant-Man, he had the rights to that character. Um, and Weedham's like, fuck it, we don't need him. So we can just have Ultron without the Ant-Man stuff. Yeah, I don't think it was no, that. No, they had the rights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Edgar Wright was working for them. But yeah, because Hank Pym is Michael Douglas. Oh, nice. In those movies. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, let's talk about people that were going to be in it, but aren't in it, which is uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> just, just, to, just to give you a heads up for next week, mm-hmm. Endgame, yeah. you're going to hear the word Pym a lot. There's okay. a, a, a lot, a lot of talk about Pym particles. Pym particles. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Fun. Yeah, it, it fun. sounds like fun. Fun, fun to say. Yes. Uh, so do you know that end scene where they're in the boring Avengers school with the big empty rooms and you've got yeah. Wanda's there and someone else I can't remember? It's quite depressing. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that this is the new Avengers, and I'm like, oh, Where I don't want to watch that film. <laughs> it, looks like a, it looks like Apple's HQ, but a bit shit. Yeah, but the people in the room, you're like, I don't know. Oh if, my God, that last scene, I don't you're know like, if I care. Yeah. This is the new Avengers. Yeah. But they're, they're not, because they just become part of the Avengers, and the old Avengers are still around. So it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Fine. Don't look, worry about Infinity War. It's amazing. Okay, I'm, not, I'm really excited about it. Anyway, that was going to be Captain Marvel standing where Wanda's standing or something. Anyway. That would have been good. Y- yeah. I've. Just, I, I guess. think Feige said no, Kevin yeah. Feige, because it was just too much. I think there were a few others that Joss Whedon wanted to chuck into the mix, mm-hmm. and it was like, no, 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 too many. Um, <laughs> you know, I said on Monday that I read that Tom Hiddleston interview where he's like, I'm just too smart, and mm. whatever. So this is another fantastic quote from him in that wheelhouse. So Loki was going to be in it, but he got cut. And I read Tom Hiddleston saying, the reason I got cut no. was because uh, the audience thought that basically I was like running everything, like I had more influence over events than I should have done. So basically what he's saying is me being in it for a second pulled focus so much that they thought it was all me, so they cut me out. He, he, he sometimes lacks self-awareness. A little bit, yeah. Have you seen the videos of him dying? Dancing no, on chat you, shows. I think you've I've shown them some. to me. Yeah. I mean, I love that, obviously, but I don't want to go for a drink with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's really nice. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I yeah. was on the Empire Done in 60 Seconds uh, judging panel with him, and, and he's absolutely lovely. I um, bet he is. He's yeah. good company. He's, really good. he's a good dude, yeah. Uh, I just, I, I, my, my only thing was I wish someone had gone, don't wear the I Heart Taylor Swift T-shirt while you're going out briefly with Taylor Swift and... It's just, it was just a bad idea. Taylor, come on. Taylor Swift. Gotta be shitting me. Get it together. Did he? That was, that's the only mistake he's made for me. I might be late for the podcast in a couple of weeks because Taylor Swift tickets go on sale and I really want one and I don't think I'm going to get one and they go on sale on a Tuesday. So help me out, okay? All right, cool. Sure. Dancing to Michael Jackson was another mistake. Sure. Okay. I mean, yeah, I quite like, I think he's quite good at dancing to Michael Jackson. He's just a running man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I know you, you obviously you're very concerned about getting these Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah. That, they're not on sale now, so shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It, Thank I you. actually love that song. Oh, my God, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is where we I was will... doing the running man to it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into this more next week, but this... 
was not an entirely happy experience for Joss Whedon. So maybe it plays into the fact that he didn't reappear for the next ones. He apparently was at odds with Marvel executives who didn't like the scenes at the farmhouse or the dream sequences in the, well, the cave sequences. Mm. And I say fair enough because both of those are shit. Mm. <laughs> I think that's yeah. fair enough. Oh, yeah. I mean, particularly the cave one. Yeah, everyone God. said it at the time. People, Fuck. what? I'm still was, not sure what it is. It was the opposite of what he did in the first Avengers movie where it was so, it was literally there to set up Infinity War because that's the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. Uh, the, the, the stones, the Infinity Stones. So yeah, it makes think- sense, but it's like... You're, we, if you're watching it, obviously no one knew what Infinity War was going to be at the time. You're kind of like, come again? And you've got mm. to do it in a more elegant way. He's, he's got to go to London to find Stellan and Where then go to he a goes case. to like, University what? of Holloway. Yeah, as well. yeah, it's well, like, Holloway, that's not yeah. a fucking red brick building. Like, like, things. Isn't that on Holloway Road? <laughs> and it's a big grey I wouldn't thing. like to talk about something I don't know. That's, <laughs> the, stamps, that's stamps the University done. of North London, but it is on Holloway Road. <laughs> right, fine. Sorry. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter what Joss Whedon, if he had a good or a bad time, because it made $1.4 I read. Uh, which... And the reviews weren't that sniffy at the time. It wasn't as glowing as... Uh, uh, Avengers, but it, it's only sort of. I think as times passed, and obviously we've had more Avengers movies, this one does stick out as just not as enjoyable as yeah. any of the others. But that's a nice way to be compared, isn't it? Like the others, that it's a shame that he wasn't involved. So you could go at least it's like I got beaten by something decent rather mm. than just making a, an actual bad film. Maybe. Mm. Uh, but I think I think I think some of the the problems with this are, do come from from weed and, and things that he you know ultron was something that he really really wanted to do he was behind and i don't think it's going to come as any surprise that like one of my big changes is that ultron ain't good i love ultron really yeah how weird is that That's first watch so loved him strange. absolutely loved him could spend all day with him okay and i don't really connect with cgi stuff like that so mm. loved him that's fascinating because i think he is bad do you that's mm. oh, that's interesting okay well good now we've got an episode now Brilliant. we've got an episode <laughs> we're at odds with each other chris is smiling <laughs> me, this feels familiar me and you are going, going, going to go toe to toe chris gets to be ringmaster <laughs> all right then um shall we talk about it mm. shall we talk about it <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, are you okay i'm fine so here we go now then we are straight into the action in Sokovia, it turns out. I only know that because I paused the film to look it up. I was like, where are we? Like, what is happening? I Because we're doing four films over two weeks, I was momentarily worried I'd put the wrong one on. Because I was like, I don't know where... I don't understand what's mm. happening, and I hate having to be. I hate having to be explained. They do say Hydra Research Base Sokovia. What if you don't know what that any of those words mean? You know what Sokovia is most likely to be a place... Yeah, I guess. (laughs) So so that's where it is. Yeah. But also you haven't seen The Winter Soldier, so that sets up Strucker in the post-credit sequence Uh, and it sets up uh, the twins, although here they're called Enhanced and at the end of Winter Soldier they're called It's the Age of Miracles. You're not allowed to call them mutants. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because of rights Mm. issues. Because Fox X-Men, yeah. Yep. Uh, Oh, Fox, back in the day. Remember so, Fox. I do remember Fox. Remember. Remember. So I'm going. Anyway, the Avengers are going to get the scepter. Uh, we meet the twins. Let me say. I think he, I'm going to enjoy Vicky talking us through this film. <laughs> don't, oh, don't say like, no, it's good. I like it. Say it is. No, because it's going to be brief. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we shall see. Um, now then. 
Tony Stark. This I I think I'm going to call them. I'm going to call them whatever I want. In honesty, so whatever. So Tony Stark. He wants to use the scepter to make Ultron. Which thanks to the internet. Oh, it's going to be brief. We're, we're done with the whole attack on Strucker's not castle. Interested. Do you not yeah. like the Do you not like the shot where it's yeah. like it's slow mo? Well, whatever. It's like we've row. seen it. Well, they're going to, you just keep doing that. No, is it one just, of those scenes? Yeah. Because there's not enough of cool Avengers moments. I don't think. Well, there's two in, in this, this one. Movie. There's two in this one. There's two, and one of them isn't uh, from two. an Avenger. One in the last one. So again, I have to pause the film to ask my friend Wikipedia what's going on. Ultron is a global peacekeeping program of which he is the boss. Um, now, I know we're all supposed to like Tony Stark. He's a bit cheeky. He's a philanthropist, billionaire, playboy, mm. whatever. He is trying to take over the world with his robots. Yeah, but this and, is a theme that goes on in the next few movies. But that's uh, the, literally the most evil thing anyone can do. But no, he's misguided. And also, uh, he Scarlet Witch has played on his fear. So there's an argument that in this scene... Tony's taken an idea too far uh, because she's basically made him think that mm. if he doesn't create this Iron Legion, uh, you know, a suit of armour yep. around the world... That he's the boss of. ...that yeah. all his friends and everyone else on this planet are going to die. That's the vision she shows she, him at the she, start. Yeah. She's manipulating him because she knows that that vision, yeah. small v, will make him self-destruct effectively. Yeah. Is, is, I think that's the word she uses. And he so, doesn't learn his lesson because he tries to do it again later on in the film. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, and this this will come up again in the. I mean, we can't get into spoilers yet. Oh. Although Alex did it. Yeah, I, I, I know <laughs> he does. It's fine. He's got he's, he's got this shit coming basically. Okay, right. So uh, Jarvis and Ultron have the little internet computer chat, which I just I'm in love with it. I love that so much. Really? Yes, I it's love it. Rubbish. But also the fact that Jarvis would say things to Ultron like, "Oh, does he say you're feeling anxious or you're feeling despair or something mm. like you're that?" You're in like, distress. You're in distress. Please it's shut like... down and allow me to help you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he doesn't need permission because he's just going to come to life because that's what things like this do. <laughs> and first, we've got to go to a boring party. It's not a boring party. I mean, it looks a bit boring. It's why? Why? Why are there old war heroes <laughs> hanging out with them? It's like fifteen young people and ten old people. And how have they got together? Do they do this regularly? What is going on here? Because do they explain or reference why the old men are there? No. <laughs> well, they just give Stanley an airing. I don't know. Like, oh, nice for him to get a mention. Yeah. Um, but I think the main point of the scene is that Black Widow is going to pivot her grooming technique on the Hulk from childhood tickling games to coquettish flirting which I totally get and Scarlett Johansson is trying her absolute hardest but nope it's just not there it just isn't there the dialogue is there it's all good I get it not you don't bothered. think there's any chemistry between Ruffalo no. and Johansson? I think they're in minus chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> minus chemistry. They're both lovely people and they're both really trying. And it's not anything that a writer or a director can fix. It's mm. just one of the, I believe, it's just one of those things. Fine. It's yeah. there or it isn't. There's also Hammer Time. Oh, yeah. Which is, a, you know, and that, and that is a running joke through all four of these films is who can pick up Thor's Hammer. I quite enjoy them, a bit pissed, having a go and yep. picking it up. Yeah. I'd say it's one of the best scenes in the film. Yeah. I got annoyed, so it's like, the runtime is long, mm. this had better come back. <laughs> but it kind of does. It does so. a couple of yeah. times, yeah. It's fine. And we get some of... Uh, Especially with, well, it, the point is it comes back massively when Vision picks it up. Yes. And, well, now suddenly he's our leader, basically. Yeah. And Don Cheadle, uh, you know, he was absent for Avengers, comes back as Rhodes, War Machine. I like him at the party. No, don't. 
he's no. so, so boring. No, <laughs> no, and that thing set in that way, he, he says, oh, it's good, it's like a good story. And then at the end, he shows, oh, this will be a good story. What the fuck are you talking about, yeah. man? Sometimes in a script, you get super chuffed. You don't have to do set up and pay off on that oh, line. I did set up and pay off. But sometimes it's not worth it. It's just it. repeating words. Yeah. I it's li- not paying off. I like. Did anyone punch the air when he's like, that makes a good story? Yeah. Oh, you man. Spontaneous <laughs> applause in the cinema. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I liked it. I also feel sorry for Black Widow because she's he's making her make a drink. Why is the where are the bar staff? Has everyone gone home? Mm. Whatever. I also love the visual cue. <laughs> it's of a like, really weird party. It's a really weird party. And the hill at the end of the party. <laughs> Tony can't afford a barber. Richest <laughs> <laughs> man on the planet. He's a billionaire. It is make quite, your own drinks up, please. It, it does, guys. does feel like there'd be quite a strange atmosphere in the room. <laughs> like the war veteran might get is that old man all right? Does he need to be taken to the toilet? <laughs> Is Stanley touching old ladies? But yeah, they are being. There are scenes in it where the old war vets are being carried out by people. It's yeah. like it's gone downhill. But the, so they make Hill's got someone else's jacket on, and that's a visual clue or cue for it's been wild because now she's freezing, but they're still inside. That is a whole thing. Even I was just like, oh, can I yeah. borrow your jacket? Because I've, I've worn very little. Tony definitely Tony's has turned, heating. He's, he's got, got heating. heating. He's, yeah, he's got no bar stuff. He's turned the heating off. <laughs> she's freezing. <laughs> they set up in the last movie. It's entirely energy self sufficient. That's <laughs> only when there's no heating on in winter. Yeah. But it's meant to show us like she's wrecked. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Uh, so sure. we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have an interesting discussion here, I think, because my notes literally say, "Here comes James Spader, and how good is he?" No. So tell me why you don't like. I him. don't mind him in this scene. I think this scene's good. I like him here. I like the that was dramatic line after mm. they have the big fight, and he's like, "Ugh, yeah. like yeah. fuck you guys." I I just my my problem with Ultron is. And I really think it's as simple as, and I'm surprised that you said earlier that you, you, as a CGI character, you connect with him. I just think that's his issue. The fact that he does not have human features. Mm. So I, I don't really follow his mood. Like the micro expressions that a human face, even a CGI human face like Thanos, you know, you've still got eyes, you've still got a mouth. You're reading micro expressions that the, the visual effects people can actually put on that face. So you're getting these nuances mm-hmm. about a villain's performance and little bits about what they're really like. All of that is absent. He's got glowing red pits for eyes. You can't see his mouth. I'm just like, I, I don't I don't know. I think, I don't you, know should have, I think you should have less expressions. <laughs> I, I, I do. I think the voice does the job, and I think it's more frightening just having a blank robot face. Yeah. I also think the humour is misguided with him. A little bit. I, James Spader's good, but I just hmm. think there are his, scenes... His voice is good. It's his amazing. voice is good, but the lines are just like... It just becomes... I find him very tiresome when he's on screen. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think the idea is he's a combination between the smartest whatever in the universe on, on the planet and also he's a child that's just been born and he's a petulant little kid, basically. And it's a, it's a weird mishmash of, of traits. And isn't he meant to have a bit of Tony Stark in yes, him? Yes, so. exactly. That's why he's doing and saying a lot of what he does is because he's yeah, so Stony Stark's mirror, yeah. mirror image. Uh, and then there's the bit where Vision says, I don't want to kill Ultron. He's in pain and he's unique or something like that and you're like I don't really want to hear that about the guy they're going to have to go and kill I don't want to feel sympathy for oh, him oh I do I think that's I think that's good in these films when you feel sympathy for the villain yeah. I don't need him singing Pinocchio though oh yeah it's, it's quite spooky I like that well, it's, but... it was great in the trailer I bet it, it was. worked as, as as sort of the soundtrack to the trailer. Yeah. But then when you watch it in the film and he's standing in the middle of the party singing a song from Pinocchio. That is silly, yeah. 
Yeah, and the, just there's bits like, you know, I, I think some of the Tony... The best scenes Ultron has are where it, it needs to be... There needs to be much more clarity to him as a villain. And I think the two moments that do work is when he faces off against Stark at the salvage yard and he's clearly angry with Stark. And when Vision says later, he hates you the most. Mm-hmm. And the bit where uh, Andy Serkis's uh, Ulysses Claw says, you're one of Tony's, but in <laughs> South African accent. Uh, which no, it's such not. a good effort. It, but... it wasn't. Probably uh, better than the one in the film. <laughs> uh, it's where he chops his arm off because he compares him. He goes, you're one of Tony's, and he doesn't like that. It's yeah. like that I can sort of, I can get into these two, like him hating Tony Stark, but there's mm-hmm. so much more to him, the whole thing with the cocoon where he wants to become Vision and grow into this thing, and yeah. and then on the, he wants that, and then on the other hand he's trying to, send a comet into the earth it's just it's a real uh, that he lacks clarity but but what you were saying is is he tony stark i think the idea and it, and it, it gets briefly mentioned here but just whedon uh, said this is that uh, children kill their parents mm-hmm. that when they're born you realize oh i'm not the most important thing in the world and it starts preparing you for death and that's the idea here is that tony stark has created this child this is tony stark's child effectively mm-hmm. and he's going to start begin the journey of Tony Stark's end. Right. That's nice. I like that. That works. Why do you like him? I just like the voice. I okay. Think it just, <laughs> he makes me laugh. I think of, I think the voice is so, it's so unexpected because mm. it's so, fl- it's really fluid and loose and languid and funny mm. and you've got this big metal man and so it should, to me, sound like that and it doesn't. He just, I, he just sounds like... And I don't know if you've got weird performances. Certainly I watched a couple of interviews with Elizabeth Olsen and she said it was so, both times said it was so difficult acting opposite Spader because he's in the room and you, you're not allowed to look at him because you've got to look at two red tennis balls two feet above his head <laughs> yeah. and she said it's just really hard to act like that because A you want to look at him and yeah. B you'll, you'll it just I don't know it's a weird way of making films this isn't it it is really weird I also think the bit where um, Ultron destroys old Ultron and is now massive Ultron like, yeah. at the end I'm like he needs to look different or Not bigger just big, yeah. I'm just like he looks slightly bigger but it doesn't. It needs. It needs to be some sort of sort of evolution, some big transformation in his physical appearance. So you're like, oh my god, we thought he was bad, but now he's leveled up to this. And you're like, is he different? Yeah. Or is he just another <laughs> robot? I can't tell. Yeah, you're right. Thank you for that. We'll have a short break now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So everyone survives the uh, boring party. I noticed that Hill had to pick glass out of her feet. I was going to ask you how you feel about that. I didn't even notice. You that. don't see it very often. She's got a pair of tweezers and she's a podcast over. She's got a footer, but she's just calmly picking glass out of her feet. She's hard as nails. But that's the other thing. That's again, I was like, how much did you have to drink, lady? Because you've taken your heels off <laughs> to run across <laughs> the room. Anyway, um, now, because Tony Stark is a fucking child, rather than saying. Sorry about that. Sorry for an unleashing an all-powerful, murderous intelligence on the world. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing you a favour. Like, I'm, I'm so annoyed with Tony Stark and I don't think I'm meant to be at this point. He's like, well, anyway, this would have happened anyway. Basically, it's like, no, it wouldn't. It have no, everyone's you. weirdly chill about the fact that he's created this thing yes. that is potentially going to kill everyone. And he doesn't say sorry. And that really annoyed me. Just say sorry. And then we can all move on. But That's his personality, though, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I've heard it? that before as well. <laughs> Don't compare me with Stark. <laughs> Next up, what a bellend. <laughs> what a bellend. In fact, now's your opportunity. <laughs> while, we, while we're three of us sitting together. I'm fine. It might wear, it might wear better. I'm fine. Honestly, I'm good. I'm good. So, um... <laughs> but remember what we said at the start. We're all friends. It's just banter in inverted commas. <laughs> It's just inverted commas banter. So here we go. Um, (laughs) You weirdly do like people saying sorry. That's not weird. Let's move on. Let's move on. Only when they've done bad things. Right. I'm just. I'm also very forgiving. Once someone said sorry, I genuinely forget about it forever. I just need that. (laughs) Let's do cuttlefish. (laughs) Thank you. So Ultron recruits the spooky twins. Now here we go. We're off to. Now there may be a reason for this, but I'm going to be this person. The coast of Africa. No more specific than that, Joss Whedon. Would you put the coast of North America? No, you bloody wouldn't. So unless we're hiding (laughs) somewhere, why have you done that? Isn't it surely to give everyone watching this film in Africa some ownership of it? Because sometimes it feels like they go to certain countries because there's a market there. Yeah. That might be coming up soon in this film. Yes. Um, The the, the very ugly soul sequence that I think is just done for the sake of... Oh, yeah, fair um, enough. It's it's, it's, it's a bit strange. But this one, I feel... I, I don't know. Why Why else? Because he's too lazy well, to do or, it. Or maybe he's a country. Maybe That's Andy Serkis can't do an accent, a specific <laughs> accent. So let's make it the whole an, Af- continent. an African accent. The whole massive, massive continent. It's just what's like- the worst accent in this film? Is it, is it him or is it is it the twins? Oh, do you know what? I wanted to find the twins' accent jarring, but I actually think it's all right. I really it's like Aaron Taylor Johnson. 
He's good. Like it varies. It's up and down. Yeah. His accent it does vary. A bit. It's great fun when it's just the two of them and they they speak it in they speak English in their accents rather yeah. than Sokovian. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, so we're gonna get some vibranium. Do you know something. the thing about cuttlefish? I looked it up. It's true. I know it's true. I didn't know it was true. I watched an entire Blue Planet Two episode, which that's features... where I saw it. Yeah, great. but that was nice of him. So I was like, I know that Andy Serkis. That is true. Well, I thought they'd said cuttlefish because it was a more interesting word. I thought, like when he was talking about the lights, I'm like, that's anglerfish. But no, it's no, the well. whole body. Like, oh, you've seen yeah. it. Sorry, I'm explaining. It, it hypnotizes it. crabs. Yeah, and it's they're great. like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> dum, 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 dum. Stupid crab. <laughs> anyway, turns out as we've mentioned, Wanda can bewitch everyone. So what do they live through, the Avengers here? Is it their worst nightmare? Is it their darkest fear? Is it a visit to the past, a visit to the future? Or does it not matter? I think it's it's meant to be their, their darkest fear, but it gets confusing because it's only afterwards that someone says... When they're at the farm, the brilliant farm scene, <laughs> um, when Tony Stark says to uh, Steve Rogers, he goes, I, I don't trust anyone who doesn't have a dark side. And that's because Cap doesn't see his darkest fears. He just actually, he just sees his actual past, his, his miss, the, the, the woman he misses. Yeah. Agent Carter. All right, so uh, Hulk gets a bit annoyed. We have a big set-piece fight, which I will not try to describe. Um, Hulkbuster. Mm. Uh, nice. I like the, the suit he's wearing is Iron Man's Hulkbuster suit. Oh, that's suit. it. Yeah, yes. which is nice. Yeah, you nice. get a, message, a mention of it at the start where Tony Stark is trying to convince Bruce to, to do this thing and create Ultron, and he's like, do you want to be looking over your shoulder for Veronica the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's Veronica. It's yeah. the Hulkbuster. It's cool. It's, considering Joss Whedon, I know it's kind of... It's meant to be part of the scene, but Joss Whedon said in the first movie, you know, about how it, it, you need to take into account the civilians and, and the civilian casualties. And, you know, you can't just have these fights and people not get hurt or you have to register that. It's unclear whether anyone gets hurt. It's mm. really muddy yeah. after this because they call for Banner's arrest and you're like, but why? Because he's a danger or because people died? Because it looks like people died. It does. Well, he and makes then an he, effort, should, though, doesn't he? he should be arrested then. Because like, it's, not a, it's not a what if. You, you can't have your cake and eat it. There's that great line where he says, how quickly can we buy this building? <laughs> that he's going to smash into. Yeah. And that building is clearly under construction, so it's not... We, we're not thinking there's anyone inside it. Yeah, so he does. He does a, He scans it and it says no life forms. Yeah. So they're doing their best. I mean, it doesn't advance the plot much, but it's fun to watch. And I did feel sorry for Hulk afterwards. I think the CGI face is good. However, that will all be undone later. This is the first of a couple of, like, red in your ledger for uh, oh. Joss Whedon makes Bruce Banner... Nice guy, Bruce Banner, later on, say to Wanda, who's like coming over to their side, she's on the ship thing, and he threatens to strangle her as him. That's not good, is it? Like, he's him, and he says something annoying, like, I wouldn't need to turn green to strangle you. Uh, without without changing shade. Yep. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I think she's done some pretty horrible yeah. things to them. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. What? It can't he, doesn't why matter. can't he kill her? He can kill her if it advances a plot. But and it's that, an, would be strang- that would be by yeah, but strangling. It's, it's just a gross thing to say to a young woman who's standing there saying, sorry, yeah. let's try and work but together. She, but, I mean, but you, you killed you, loads but, of people. You want, you just because she's young and a woman... Uh, you, you know, 
literally that. Those are the reasons he no. shouldn't do it. No, covered. they're not allowed to kill people either. <laughs> it's really important. Yeah. She's not a child. But why does he threaten her? She's, I just do it or don't do she's it. She's killed lots of people, but he, I mean, he's coming off the back of whatever happened in that African city. Yes. Uh, undisclosed. Undisclosed. Um, that African city. So he's reacting to the fact that maybe there were casualties, maybe, and all of that was her. He would never no, I know. have done that damage and potentially injured people. So he is kind of full of understandable rage. You've got to her. stop defending serial killers because they're women. <laughs> yeah. I just think you can we threaten We should her. definitely do monster. You can, I like that. Mm. Um, you, you can just threaten her in another way. Anyway, so time for a massive plot twist. What would you, how would you have him threaten her? What would you, I, I'm going to punch you in the teeth. No, no, oh God, are you, are you not taking a note? How is it a threat? <laughs> I'm going to talk to you very sternly. Oh, I will, I will, ex- you want to be part of this family, I'll make sure you never have a family ever again. You are excluded from the gang. It's not Better. clear. Like it. Well done. We're done. I agree, I'm with you. I mean, yeah, sure. I don't know that I'd love that. Like, I quite like the idea. I'm going to put you in prison. <laughs> I'm going to put you in prison without changing shade. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because obviously you can't walk up to prison as a Hulk be like, you're not coming in. Anyway, so we have seeded in that Cliff, Clint, Hawkeye, whatever he's called. Doesn't have a girlfriend. Doesn't have a girlfriend. Clint, Barton and Hawkeye at various times. Yeah, various. So Hawkeye. People I haven't got a girlfriend. Things. I haven't got a girlfriend. <laughs> then he's on the phone. That's rubbish. Don't laugh at that. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It just looks like you're teaming up when you do no, that. No, no. <laughs> No. I should have said How? people can have different names. How are we doing an episode about the Avengers falling apart? <laughs> um, and we're disassembling. We are falling apart. God, you're so right. right. All right, sorry. It's because anyway. this movie's not that great. Yeah. It annoyed the living shit out of me that, that he's like, I haven't got a girlfriend. I'm on the phone. Who are you on the phone to? Girlfriend. Oh, what's going on? Are you working the other side? No, you've just got a house. <laughs> just no, isn't it the joke is, isn't it, that he's, it's his wife, so he's not lying what? by saying it's his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, that's still so rubbish. Like, sure, I agree, but it's meant to be. He's now. working the other side. This family in themselves, right? You know, we talk about the wholesome American family. Mm. They live on the homestead, all of that. Mm. I just imagined the like the walls, just a river of milk and spaghetti <laughs> because they're so fucking wholesome. Yeah, I mean... They live Look, in the house from the film we did the other day, the Shyamalan house. Yeah, that's true. It is. <laughs> but is it's it, important that we got... Look, I don't like him taking these people uh, who are going to bring a lot of danger with them to his where his children live. Yeah, and his pregnant wife, yeah, who looks like she's about to give birth. Um, that doesn't seem like the coolest thing for a dude to do. No. He's like, I probably I want, want everyone keep... as far away from my yeah, family. I want to keep this place secret. Well, don't bring them here then, obviously. Go somewhere else. Because Ultron can't find us with <laughs> yeah. the internet. He's in the fucking internet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I guess, you know, Renner didn't have anything to do in the first movie, really. So it's like, let's give him and the character Hawkeye something. And... Let him work the other side. Let him be a traitor or whatever. No, because he was a traitor in the first movie. Yeah, but not on purpose. <laughs> right. oh yeah no fair enough <laughs> I, I i'll just, try that again don't worry i think he needs the it, 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 look again it's set up for the next movies like infinity war and endgame there's a lot here and, that comes back in and those. if this scene wasn't here we wouldn't get um natasha saying she wanted uh bruce to join her in the shower so this is the least sexy pre-sex <laughs> chat I've ever seen on screen. Yeah. He's like, he could, they come out, she's like, oh, you could have joined me in the shower. And he's like, D- I don't want to, or whatever. And then they have a talk where she reveals that she's sterile, which leads her to self-identify as a monster, right? So two things here. That's bad. You're either drawing equivalency with not being able to have kids into being the biggest, strongest, angriest thing on the planet. That's not right. Or it's woefully 
offensive to women yeah. without wombs well, or who don't want kids or both. It's and that. she's like, now who's the monster? It's the, well, not you. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's that. It's, it's awful. ridiculous. It's rubbish. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not sure why the Hulk can't have kids. He goes, look at me, do the math. Well, that's gross. Yeah, he can't, He's like, he if, can't, if he, he can't, it'll explode you. The baby. But if he, if no, if he, mean, if he puts his thing inside no, but you, not, would he not have sex? He, he wouldn't be. Why would you be that angry during sex that you turn into the Hulk? You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you seem the more likely to have got angry during sex. <laughs> this is going wrong. Uh, no. They want to see the Hulk. 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 What? No. <laughs> No Are you all right? Sorry, I couldn't help it. I'm no, sorry. It's good. He's, I, it's fine. I, th- I, I think parity has returned. I think we've all, like, like Joss Whedon scripts it, we've all had our moments. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let's get back into the he, movie. He's established that he's always angry, though, so yep. at any point it could, it could turn green. <laughs> right. It's not worth the risk. Sure, but he's got his anger under control. I just find it a weird thing. Like, if it's the baby, that's another thing. If I a big green burb, the baby. Ba- burby nah. bursts out of her I chest. I think he's worried of splitting everything. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be that. I think it just can't baby. be that. It makes, yeah, I mean, it's just a weird line because you I spent, you test it. I spent the next yeah. two minutes thinking about this and just sort of going. But also, you shouldn't you never do, had, the, do you, the math. You never had right. that. Because math <laughs> makes it about size, and yeah. size makes it about his penis. Yeah, I don't want to be thinking about the Hulk's penis in this you'd only set. You'd have to check. <laughs> you'd have to check, and the only way you could check is by having an angry wank. <laughs> <laughs> And seeing what happens. Good, so good. Uh, Nick Fury just pops up. Yeah. Now, I was Where's he been? Just walking around. <laughs> <All> right, <mate. laughs> it's a motivational talk. These films are so far full of these motivational talks to propel us into other acts. I felt a bit cheated because he's like, he basically says, guys, we can do that. We've got nothing. We can DIY the fuck out of this. I thought, cut to a team style montage where they cobble together bits and bobs this is interesting that's not what happens earlier when they go back to the filing boxes uh, because Strucker they need to find out about yes. Strucker and they, it's like it, it goes very old school because it's like our files have been wiped all our digital files yeah. nothing let's dig out the things that we put on digital mm-hmm. and it's good and I thought there'd be a bit more of that me too bit more ramshackle because that's what the speech is but never mind mm. Ultron is making a body with Dr. Cho and then Iron Man mm. gets his hands on that, tries to take over the world again. And Bruce Banner's like, no, you're fine. And that's, <laughs> so, that's soul chasing. So I think these films should be in countries other than America. Yes. You know, they should be all over the world. Everyone should get a, a, an Avengers movie happening. But it's, it's just, a, it's a motorway. It's people on a. It's <laughs> yeah, so ugly true. to watch, and I yeah. think it's a problem in, in a film that we'll talk about next week. It's just, there needs to be visually attractive, these fights. And yeah. it's just really it feels like it's an afterthought the way they've placed that yeah or a, or a cynical sort of money financial reasons black widow on a motorbike it's very cool though yeah i enjoy that bit yeah I and when she too. picks up captain america's shield and goes i'm always picking up after you boys didn't like that <laughs> this is what i'm talking about when I, I mentioned it on monday it's, it's just it's like quip after quip after quip mm. it's like funny line here i'm picking yeah. up after you boys it's like Ooh. that in the middle of an action scene you just want to get that shield to him and it needs well, more drama it, it's so interesting how different the tone is from these two films to the ones we're talking about next week and it's, yeah. di- it's different filmmakers obviously different screenwriters but is th- th- this is about having a laugh and it, there's a lightness of touch to it and a jokiness that is complete. It's so much more emotional what we're getting into next week. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I was saying. I, I, I think this, this makes the mistake of just putting one too many in. Like you want, you want scenes to make you feel emotional still. You want a, you want a bit of drama. And what? that is, that's always, if you're undercutting that too often, 
You get this. It feels like what this one's doing is, though, we're going to pour all our emotion into one character, that Scarlet Witch, and that will do that job for us. Mm. And I don't think it pays off in the way that it pays off really well in one division on the TV. Mm. But here, I don't know, it, you'll feel like you're being manipulated. It all happens so fast. We meet her, this, these two things happen to her, and then she's the angriest person, and then she's part of the crew at the end. And it's like, whoa, that's just, that is too much. We, that agree. needed to be done over a longer period of time, yeah, I think. Yeah, you miss the beats. Uh, so Paul Bettany, after years of faithful voice service, he finally gets allowed on screen, but he's so covered in CGI effects that you can't recognise his face. Never mind. Oh, he looks like Paul Bettany. He looks amazing. Yeah. He does look amazing. I bet you couldn't believe it when his agent's like, they want you to do it too. <laughs> um, so Act 3, a rousing speech to get us into Act 3 about saving the people of Sokovia. I don't care about that. Um, Vision picking up Thor's hammer. That's a nice moment, though. Yes. Already said it. Yeah. yeah. And then, so the Avengers, they descend on Europe, and then we get another line, which I hate, which is uh, Tony Stark as Iron Man looking for Black Widow and Hulk and saying, you and Banner better not be playing hide the zucchini. You and Banner better not be playing hide the zucchini. <laughs> which... A, we've established, we think is uh, biologically impossible. Well, they mm-hmm. might look like a zucchini. Yeah, initially. A little one. <laughs> At what point do you write a gag which makes the audience think about the whole green dick? Yeah, it's not right. It's just, it's just, uh-huh. it's strange visualization. It is, and I suppose, what year are we in? Um, it wouldn't, if you said hide the aubergine, then, you know, that would make more sense nowadays, but it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just, then. even Just so. don't say it. Don't, don't, don't say, say it. We've, we've already had one scene where they're talking about do the math, yeah. and it's like we didn't want to do the like, math. Because like, oh, where is she going to hide it? In a massive <laughs> vagina. I don't want to be thinking about that. She's Stupid. been having a lot of sex. Has she, but I, I don't told know. You, I don't you, did, you did the sign. Does that did stretch it to the width that could accommodate? <laughs> I mean, it... No, the answer is no. I'm sure she's doing some... Weirdly, that is a deleted scene. <laughs> <laughs> Where she has that surgery to just neaten it all back up again. Look at what this film's reduced us to. I'm embarrassed. Anyway. I'm, I'm, I think we should, we should apologise. Um, I have a really a, a really interesting question about the twins where they are now part of the team. Just before we go to Sokovia, and yes. it's like everyone shoot up. Yeah. The twins go to some lockers. Yeah. One of them pulls down one of multiple pairs of training fits, shoes. Yeah. The other one pulls out a red perfect leather jacket. I'm like... <laughs> Why do you have lockers at Avengers <laughs> HQ? You, well, you just died? arrived. <laughs> yeah. what, whose stuff are you nicking? <laughs> why? why it's like they look, go to their lockers like, we've been here all the time. Yeah. It's like, what? No, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Stupid. It good is. Um, so Hawkeye does get a good moment here where he kind of recruits Wanda. I like yes. that speech. I agree. It's a good speech, but he... Recruits her. Noticeably, he doesn't recruit Quicksilver. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> Don't know if that's going to lead yeah. to anything. Yeah, um, it's but yeah, really said, good. Yeah, the city is flying. Uh, we're fighting a bunch of robots, and I've got a bow and arrow. Nothing makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's a good line. It is. He's got another good line after Scarlet Witch is rescued by Quicksilver, and he just points the arrow at him and goes, nobody would know. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> yeah, he'll be missed, quick little bastard. <laughs> I miss him already. Like that. Natasha chucks Bruce off a cliff. She does. Like that? Yeah. It goes what she says, I need the other man. She needs the other, the other guy. guy. I need the other guy. Which is actually quite abusive, if you think about it. Sure. Like, she, but that's really... what she does. That's her character. She manipulates and she's, she's you know, she uses other people. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Because is that her special skill? Her special set of skills? Yeah, yeah. She's been trained as a spy in Russia in this red room to yeah. use... 
like Red Sparrow. Have you seen that? It's a lot like that. It is. Red yeah, yeah. So bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I imagine it's probably quite a lot like the new John Wick movie with Anna de, Ar- Anna de Armis, the uh, ballerina. Yeah, yeah, John Wick will get it right. It John looks Wick will exactly get it like right. it. Uh, so everyone's in the church. We get that whizzing around, and it's all Avengery looking, which is my actual note. Something about making Sokovia not a giant meteor. Is, I have no idea what's going uh, on. And do you, does that not annoy you? It's like I mean, this is your big final. We need to do X, otherwise X will happen. And the X they need to do is pla- do more polarity, reversing polarity. Well, it's, I yeah, think they've obviously got to create a heat seal. It's just... Yeah, heat <laughs> seal. I mean, it must be so fun to write. We must reverse the polarity. Just in any Star Trek, it doesn't matter. It's just like, no one knows what this means. It's fine. Uh, I don't know. But, I... the, but the problem is, have I got this wrong? In the first one, Captain America and Iron Man work together to fix a ship, and they do it again here. It's fixing a ship, isn't it? Essentially, the, the city has become a ship, sort of. Yeah, and it's, it's boring got, in the first film when they have to fix Thor it. as well. It's story does it within this one. Cause oh, is it? Cap okay. is rescuing and then like, it's, this, so. it's this one with the pull the lever and it will magically do something. Yeah, I think they probably were like, cause to me, what you want is like, you want him to push it out into space. You want like Vision to take control of all Ultron's robots, all of them to get under it yeah. and push it out into space. But obviously we He's had the nuke that. going into yeah. space, so we can't do that. But to me, that's a much more exciting way of doing it. Like that involves Vision, who's just been created, gives him a big thing bigger than just killing Ultron. Yeah. It's quite a fun idea visually to take a slice out of the earth it and looks then good, yeah. carry it up and then drop it so it's a meteor that kills everyone. Love that. I think I had uh, some kind of like trauma from Superman Returns where Lex Luthor in that has a big island that flies into space. Okay, and I was so, just oh, a bit is, like... And no, do I've these films it? just nick stuff from Superman? <laughs> I think yes. I hadn't thought that. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. Both this and the last oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then and then Superman 4, Nuclear Man, snaps his fingers. Vicky's <laughs> <laughs> uh, laughing, she doesn't get that. Well, I get from the clue, so I know that it's a thing I can laugh at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that sure. works. Yeah. Uh, it all makes sense after Infinity War. Okay. You're in for a um, treat. Tony's got an Irish AI. He does. Kerry Condon. I didn't know who that was. Yeah. Is it Kerry Condon? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's brilliant. Lovely stuff. Uh, Quicksilver gets killed. We have a fun does reverse. He? I get because uh, Hawkeye's going to get it because he's gone to rescue a child so that, and he's got a family of his own so you're like you're so dead mm. uh, but whatever he gets killed and it's like Ugh, I'm not bothered I'm just... yeah but and also it's it's the, supposed to be the emotional heart of the film is his death yeah. and then he, he makes a joke yeah. as he's dying mm. really? I I Oh, it's a payoff because he said it before. No, this is a tragic moment. I do. I I, think Scarlet Witch is when it cuts back to Scarlet Witch and she realises she can sense that he's dead and she just sort of falls to her knees and screams and disintegrates all the robots around her. Yeah. Cool moment. Why don't you do that earlier? That's the trouble. You're like, you, or you can do that. Okay. Maybe, maybe some, it, like his death awoke something sure. in no, her. Yeah, fair enough, fair fine. enough, fair enough. So, yeah, Wanda gets super mad. Uh, she kills, again, I had to check the internet for this, Ultron's primary body... But I was still... I know I just missed the moment. I was like, but you're in the net, so... He's been cut from the net. What does... I, Vision she, she, has stopped him being in the net. How did he do that? Because he... Firewalled uh, Ultron, Ultron actually says, you shut me out, doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, uh, Vision's going to finish off the last one. Okay, fine. Uh, Hawkeye goes home, so he fucking should... Now, and then Black Widow and Captain America are the world's most boring teachers in an empty, boring school. <laughs> Something about stones. This is where I not I can't be 
this mealy mouth about these films because I understand they mean a lot to a lot of people and I know I'm going to love the other two but when you've got Thug on the, essentially the blue stone was powerful this orange stone is something else it's like what the fuck oh, does that Oh you're in for mean? a real treat then next week because <laughs> all we're talking about like is stones it, literally the, the entire plot of the next two movies is all about stones but did you get a jolt of a thrill when someone goes the first time you watch this no, oh the no. blue thing was good but this is the thing like, you're no just like, okay. it's, a, it's a MacGuffin isn't it I think we're all aware though it's a means to an end okay um there's a nice moment here though when um captain america mentions the simple life and and tony says to him you'll get that one day and cat doubts it and not to get into spoilers but they're they're leaning into something that happens right at the end of this which i think is a really it's a night is that sowing of the seeds is quite nicely done here okay for stuff that's quite a few years away there's a moment earlier where uh tony stark points to space and goes that up there that's the end game. And you're like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So they named the movie after it. Oh. Yeah. And people <laughs> did, they already knew. Yeah. They are clever. I mean. I predicted it in an article. Did you? Yeah. When they didn't say what the title was. Oh, you I said, said I, I bet it's end game. Avengers end game. Yeah. 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 going to be Infinity War part two. No, it was meant to be. I read that already. Yeah. It was going to be part two. But then it's different. So they changed it. Yeah. That's um, it. If you've done your research ahead of watching the movies... You know I always do that. I can't believe that. So did you read the plot? So, no, do, so, so I, how you know? Listen, process. I just find my sources and I save them and I don't read them, but then I've, I feel like I've done it. Right. It's because you know how I feel about it. Like It's just it's a bit of a chore. Uh, right, that's all I've got to say about this film. Fine right. then, I'll do it myself. Okay, good. Did you stick around for the post-credits with Thanos? Yes, I did! Okay, yes. that's the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. That's going to be a big thing for the next two movies. I like him. I think that's fun. I don't like him as much as I like Ultron. Oh, my God. He's so much better than Ultron. Okay. You'll get to know him soon. Oh, nice. All right, that's You'll it. You'll realise he has a much better plan than Ultron. Does he have a better voice, though? Yeah, I mean, Josh Brolin. Brolin's got a good voice. Yeah, okay. And, I mean, we've talked a lot about penises, but he does look like a big penis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Black Widow. <laughs> she loves him. Right, the film has ended. So, let's do the bits, shall we? Uh, Alex, what's your best scene? Uh, either. Uh, it's slim pickings uh, for this movie, I have to say, whereas the previous movie, uh, spoiled for choice. Uh, either the lifting Thor's hammer scene, but probably... I'd go for when Scarlet Witch gets her pep talk with Hawkeye. I just love hero shots. And when she walks out of that door and starts tearing apart the robots with her power, I think that's really good. Yeah. And you? Uh, I really like Quicksilver dying because the film has just spent two hours ruining that character. (laughs) Do you think it ruins Quicksilver? I think it ruins Quicksilver. You said it, uh, that the X-Men Days of Future Past uh, and uh, the next one. um, And... The one after that did amazing things with that character. Visually, personality-wise, it was so much fun, his scenes. Mm. I, you, they're the best bits of those films. His stuff in here is the worst bits of these films. And guess what? The Flash is quite similar to that. Yeah. And The Flash is so much better in the DC films as well. Yeah. They fucked this character. Yeah. Uh, it's just not It's it's just not a, a very cool way to realise his power. Like, it's the way it's done. Mm-hmm. But maybe, I, who knows, maybe they had another idea and... Days of Future Past got there first because uh, it's just what they do in that movie is very, very cool. I think I did read that actually. Mm. That they were like, we're doing this, so get over and it. Evan Peters is, is, is a, a slightly better Quicksilver because he's just a more interesting character in those films. Yeah, they, yeah. Gave, they gave him better stuff to do. Mm. So, like you say, it's Slim Pickies, you're going to be annoyed, but 
when right, I know that One Division is supposed to be good. I haven't seen it, right? But mm. everyone says it's amazing. So I'm very looking forward to meeting Vision for the first time in my life. And the just the way that they have him slide up and out of the box. That's my favourite bit of the whole film. Oh, it just looks sort of so cool. On the yeah, it's it looks cool, awesome. Cool uh, it's just he looks he looks weird enough that even in all of this CGI, whatever, he, and he's just got quite a lot of gravitas because he's Paul Bettany. It just gives you pause, and you're just like, oh, okay, hello. I can see why you are a major character. Um, so I was looking forward to this bit, and it was very good. Mm. Uh, what's your most valuable, whatever, Chris? Uh, someone's got to say it at some point, Stan Lee. Okay, <laughs> he created all this. Yeah. We've got to give him some kind of credit. Okay. I mean, obviously Jack Kirby, the Mar- you know Steve Ditko, although that's next week. But yeah, I think it's really important that we give some credit to Stan Lee because he's that's where this started. He's had no credit up until this point. Sure, but that's where this started, and um, we, you know we've started with with Kevin Feige. But I think, yep. I mean. As Alex says, it's slim pickings this week. Okay. What do you think? Uh, so I picked Robert Downey Jr. on Monday. Uh, I think he's way better in the first movie than he is here, which I think you touched on. Um, some of the decisions he makes are not good. But, you know, aside from that, I just don't think he's as good in this film. And in fact, I think a lot of the cast are much better in the first film rather than here, apart from one. Uh, and the person who I think ups their game in age of ultron and starts to develop the character into something more than he's previously been you mentioned it on monday you're like it's a big swing for an actor because it could end badly it could be a career ender but i think chris hemsworth as thor is just so much better in this movie and he's a kind of proto thor for what he's going to become in the subsequent films so i just think it's chris hemsworth for me here he is not as valuable as stanley (laughs) well mine's the voice of james spader (laughs) i just think yeah nice fantastic Nice. nice Uh, what would you change, Alex? Uh, so my big one is Ultron, but I went through all the details earlier on. CGI character doesn't work for me. Um, so I think the biggest problem is it don't play by its own rules. It's like you create rules. Ultron is everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's in all things. He's been in everything, but the only thing he's not in is the missile codes because Jarvis is stopping and changing the codes. He's in everything, everything else. Why is he not in the Quinjet? Why is he not in all the tech you're using to create vision? Why is he not in any of the tech that is being used consistently that you set up? Vision's blocking him, I don't know. No, it's not. It's just, that doesn't happen until later. Vision hasn't even been born at this point. The Quinjet is full of tech. Sorry, I meant meant Jarvis. The Quinjet is like, it says there's a sticker at the start that goes, Jarvis is my co-pilot. It's like, well, Jarvis has just been taken over by Ultron. So Ultron controls the Quinjet that you're all flying around did. And you even set up, look, we're digging around in old files because all our files have been deleted by Ultron. It's like, that's, that makes no sense. It's like really selective. When you need your tech, you use your tech. When you don't, you don't. It's silly. Uh, and a subsequent, a B point on what I'd change is an army of robots that all look the same is just not exciting. And Joss Whedon actually said it on the first film. He was like, we had three levels for the three different powerful natures of the superheroes. So you've got your Chitauri troops, you've got the chariots, you've got the worms. Yeah. Three different levels. Very exciting. Yeah. This is just not more exciting. and more of the same. I think all four of these films, it's the same. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. They're just a bunch of weird looking henchmen. And I don't know the, I don't know the difference between the three of them in the first film. No. One's a massive worm. All right, they're Leviathan. Yeah, but it's just things. <laughs> they are just things. What would you change? I mean, I mean, just get rid of 
can you can we just please get rid of Quicksilver? <laughs> oh my god! Just yeah, same 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 thing. Yeah, just fucking remove him. <laughs> I, I mean, it might ruin things for Scarlet Witch, but this is a disaster <laughs> of a character that's cool. Okay, that's a big swing, but I like that. Uh, so mine is, it's, uh, I find it hard to explain, but I think, I, I read so many quotes where it's obviously trying to like do it after the fact. It's like, this is our emotional movie, blah, blah, blah. And it's like you said, they, they front-load it all onto Scarlet Witch. I had to read this on the internet. Her brother dies. No! She abandons her post to exact revenge on a robot, right? That's huge. Because she abandons her post, one of the other little robots can do the thing that she's been trying. That's her one job. Hmm. Don't let that happen. We don't spend enough time with... I know she goes, no! But it doesn't seem like she understands the gravity of that decision. She's Mm. just driven by... Oh, nice. I want to stay on the characters' faces to have some of those moments so that I can see her think, I don't give a shit Mm. if the world ends. I have to do this thing. It just, she just reacts so quickly. Once she's upset, she's gone to do it. And it makes it seem like a mistake rather than a choice. And if it's a choice, it's cooler. Maybe it is just a mistake. But in all the action, you just lose the character moments. And I don't, I'm so sick of reading quotes about it where people claim that that's not true. Because it is true. It's just whizzy action. And a major thing has happened and you don't get to feel the impact, good pun again, of that. The the Empire Strikes Backiness. Yeah. is in the next film we're watching. Okay. That's the one that does The Empire Strikes Back yeah. and it does it really well. This one, it was them talking bullshit, I think. Yeah. I like when Quicksilver dies, you said it already, you could be like, oh my God, but he just goes, oops. <laughs> no, he says, I didn't see that coming or whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, that's I, it, I'm done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, then. That is us done on Age of Ultron. We got that one out of the way uh we're into uh, for at least for uh, as I, I i think i'm safe to say the three of us much more enjoyable territory with the next two because we do not have a winner this week we are not doing a verdict we are looking ahead to next week when we cover infinity war and end game and only at that point will we declare what we believe definitively is the best Avengers movie. So that's your homework for next week, Infinity War and Endgame. I don't even think you can describe it as homework, you lucky, lucky people. (laughs) We'll be back then on Monday with part one of next week's Clash as we talk Avengers Infinity War. In the meantime, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at ClashPod. Have a pond. ClashPod. Have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye. Clash of the Titles is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.